Each November, there's a changing of the guards with the American Angus Association Board of Directors. Hi, I'm Miranda Ryman, Senior Associate Editor of the Angus Journal, and we're presenting a series of interviews with eight candidates vying for five seats on the Board of Directors. Come along with me to South Central Nebraska. Today I'm visiting with Drew Uden. He is a third-generation cattle breeder from Franklin, Nebraska. So, Drew, kind of regardless of whether or not folks have read your bio in the Angus Journal or maybe know a little bit about you, why don't you just go ahead and tell me a little more about yourself and about your operation. Well, my name is Drew Uden. I'm owner and operator of TC Ranch down here in Franklin, Nebraska. We are currently running between uh, 225, 250 registered mother cows uh, for a seed stock operation. We have an annual bull sale where we try to market around 100 bulls every year. Um, That is our main operation, that's our main goal. Along with that, I do some marketing and selling of uh, hay, alfalfa, different products. Uh, We also have started taking on other people's commercial heifers to develop them for breeding. Um, that's been going really well for us. Uh, like I said, uh, I am a third generation. This was started by my grandfather uh, years and years ago, back in the in the in the uh, early I was late 50s, early 60s, and my grandfather and my father started it together. Uh, well, then my father took it over, and then I took it over when he passed away. It's been great to learn about everybody's different different operations. What do you think are some things that are going right in the Angus business today? Well, what's been going right since back when my father was on the national board is uh, the CAB program. They have uh, developed that thing over years and years, and uh, it showed it was the first branded beef product to show white people will pay more for quality and it just it just shows how good the angus breed is at what we do um some of the other things i think are going right is we're we're on the forefront of all technologies where uh as a breed i'd say you know with the genomics to marketing programs uh for our customers uh, the Angus has really been out in the forefront of developing programs that are practical and applicable to today's beef industry. You know, it's fun to talk about the things that are going right, uh, but of course we all know there's challenges on the horizon too. Talk about the challenges that Angus breeders will face in the future and how the association can adapt to best service members. Well. Of course, with anything, there's challenges, but I don't view it as problems ahead of us. I just view it as adapting to changes in the beef industry and in the Angus breed. Uh, one of the things that is going on right now is gene editing and gene sorting, and how are we going to treat these animals um, within the registration and within the registry, and will they have papers? Will they not be registered? Um, it's not a problem. It's just something we've got to stay on top of. It's something we've got to research endlessly to see how these animals uh, work, how they play out when used in practical applications. Um, 
and how the industry is going to accept them. Uh, as in a lot of things, uh, you know, if we just make sure everything is on a fair and level playing field, the marketplace will sort out its place in the industry of how we're going to use gene editing and and uh, sorting going forward in the in uh, in the future. I'd say one of the other big challenges that faces not only Angus breed but the whole beef industry is our perception. Uh, we are now in some places in some cities there are four and five generations removed from the farm. They absolutely have no clue of what we do on the ranch on a day-to-day basis, how we care and take care of and care for the animals and uh, treat them as as good as humanly possible. And somehow we need to get uh, reach those people that don't understand anymore where their food source comes from. Uh, think that you know that uh, we can just go to the grocery store and and uh, pick up whatever we need to eat. Uh, if anything, these last two years have been, with all the challenges we face, I think people have realized that a little more, but it's a perfect opportunity for us to drive home how important what we do is out, out here. So I would say the sustainability of the food chain and what we do uh, to keep the world fed um, is one of the biggest challenges ahead of Uh, not only Angus breed, the whole beef industry. As you mentioned challenges, I think back to challenges that we've had in the past and how there's always good leaders that rise up to help us meet them. So tell me just a little bit about your leadership style and why you think good leadership matters. Well, I've been active in um, numerous things, uh, starting probably with the Nebraska Junior Ang Association when I was young, I served on that board for many, many years, and then I was fortunate enough to be elected to the uh, National Junior Angus Board back in the late 90s and uh, had a wonderful time serving on that board that is, you know, to develop the junior program. Um, you know, I've served on uh, local uh, country club boards. I've served on... Uh, board directors at the local bank here in town. Um, I've always uh, believed that if you are a good leader, you don't have to do anything. People will naturally come to you and and uh, I shouldn't say you don't have to do anything. you got to put yourself out there. But once you're out there, if you're a good leader and know what you're doing, uh, people will listen to you and and, uh, you know, that's always been my style. I don't push myself upon anybody, but I give opinions, and people seem to uh, listen to me from time to time on certain things, and on certain things they don't. But uh, I've always been interested in um, as much leadership roles as I could take. Uh, that way I I know as much as I can about industries and where we're going, where we're headed. Uh, and it's just, uh, you know, in in any business, you have to be a leader just to run, whether you're a one-person operation or an operation that employs 30 or 40. Uh, it's uh, it's uh, just a leadership skills uh, style that I've always believed in to just put yourself out there and, and uh, go for it. 
Thanks for sharing that perspective with us. Is there anything else that you would like people to know before November's annual meeting? Uh, just that I'm uh, I'm third generation in the Angus breed. I've been doing this my whole entire life, and I say my whole entire life. I remember going to my first Angus show when I was about four years old. Um, uh, I believe I'm a strong leader. I believe I can have the ability to listen to tons of people, weigh all information, and then decide for myself and and uh, hit with all the input and, you know, make a fair, uh, educated decision when decisions are in front of us. Uh, over the years, I've made tough decisions. I've made wrong decisions. I've made right decisions. Uh, it's all part of being a leader. It's uh, you know, it, it's this. This has been a dream of mine to run for this board ever since I was 19 years old, and I uh, attended the first annual meeting when I was on the national junior board. I was uh, fortunate enough to attend the first uh, meeting in Louisville back in those days, and this has just been a goal of mine. And uh, you know, it's something I strive for every day, and I think now has become the right time for me to to put myself out there and and, and go for this position, but. Uh, uh, I guess as far as things I want people to know about me is I'm an independent thinker. I'm not afraid to listen to people. Uh, I, When I make my decision, you'll know it. Um, we may not agree, but you'll always know where I stand. I don't waver. Uh, when I make up my mind, I've, I've decided, and we go from there. But uh, this is just uh, something that's been in my list of things to do. Uh, or goals I wanted to at least achieve a chance to run for this board and this association. And when I say I'm a lifetime member, I've <laughs> I honestly believe that I've remember things for over 40 years in this cattle industry and in this beef uh, beef breed leadership uh, industry, and uh, just been fortunate to grow up in it and and thankful that my grandfather, and my father chose the right breed of cattle to get into way back in the 50s and 60s. So. Well, anybody that has served on a board or, or watched people on a board knows that it's a time commitment. So as I've been telling all the candidates, thank you for putting your name up there for consideration and, and adding it to the list. Um, we know that that's a commitment to the breed in and of itself. So we'll look well, forward to Oh, go ahead. I just want to say one other thing to everybody out there. This list of candidates that uh, – has put itself out there this year is uh, phenomenal. Absolutely an outstanding set of candidates. I'm honored to have my name beside each and every one of them. Uh, they're, I know most of them, and if I don't know them personally, I have know of them, and it's just a phenomenal, maybe one of the stoutest uh, slates of candidates that we've had run for this board in, in, in years. Excellent. Well, we will look forward to folks getting the opportunity to get to know you um, next month in Fort Worth. For a full list of delegates and more information about the annual business meeting, which will take place Monday, November 8th, please visit AngusConvention.com. To listen to all the board candidate interviews, visit AngusJournal.net. Reporting for the Journal, I'm Miranda Ryman.